0: The Norfolk Norfolk City Council is now in session. I will invite Dr. Sharon Riley, pastor of Faith Deliverance Christian Center, to give us our opening prayer. And please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Welcome, Pastor Riley.
1: Shall we bow? Our Father and our God, we are so very thankful to you for this day that you've given and all the gifts that came along with it. And we are grateful for the opportunities that we have before us we sincerely invoke your presence in this place at this time and we pray that you will continue to give wisdom to those who lead our city to our mayor and our council persons we also pray for those who support them and who work with them that they will always do what is best for the citizens of this city and that they will always have an eye toward the future and what is best for all. Again, we thank you for your grace and your mercies, and we do offer this prayer with great thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible,
3: with liberty and justice.
4: <laughs>
5: Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Miss Graves? Aye. Miss Johnson? Aye. Miss McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Mr. Alexander. Aye. The
0: motion is to dispense with the reading of the minutes of our previous meeting.
5: Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Whitley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. Mr. Clerk, please read the resolution certifying the closed meeting. The resolution certifying a closed meeting of the Council of the City of Norfolk held in accordance with the provisions of the Virginia Freedom of Information Act. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. McClellan aye mr. Riddick aye mr. Smigel aye mr. Thomas aye dr. Webley aye mr. Alexander aye Uh, For the benefit of those who do not
0: regularly attend the City Council meetings our procedure tonight is to first take up uh, Any uh, Ceremonial items next we'll take up public hearings then the consent agenda in the order that it appears on the docket if any member wishes to uh, Consider uh, an item we will remove it from the consent agenda and we'll consider it separately Following the extended agenda, we'll take up regular agenda items in order as they appear on the docket. Upon the completion of the agenda, we'll take up any new business to come before the council. To address the council, you should register in the lobby prior to seven p.m. with the clerk. When your name is called, please come to the podium, state your name, and please limit your comments to three minutes. Mr. Clerk, we have any ceremonial items?
5: No, sir. Okay. Uh, Ph one. <coughs> Public hearing one uh, scheduled for this day on the application of Galaxy NCLLC for an amendment to the future land use designation in the general plan from single family suburban to single family traditional, and for a change of zoning from R six single family to R eight single family on properties located at seven hundred one, oh three seven ten sixteen twenty seven twenty nine thirty one seven thirty three, Pecan Point Road. Thank you, Ms. Clerk. Um, Tim Trent.
0: Welcome,
6: sir. Good
7: evening. Mr. Mayor members of council. My name is Tim Trant I'm an attorney with the law firm of Kaufman and canoles I'm along with my law partner Vince Mistracco. It is our privilege to be here tonight on behalf of the proponent of this project LM Sandler and sons LM Sandler and sons um, Is the sponsor of this project galaxy the named applicant is simply uh, their land development arm um, There's Three points. I'd like to address with council tonight. The first is why is this rezoning necessary? There is by right development potential of this property Um, We actually believe subject to final surveying that it's probably closer to 26 lots Um, It's a question of quality and branding There is not a material difference in the cost to develop the site for 26 lots versus 35 lots However, the economies of scale that you get with a 35 lot development Provide the financial margins to assure the Sandler's of their ability to do a quality project Um, in order to develop the site for 26 lots in a financially feasible manner the sandlers are concerned that it would require them to compromise their Development and the quality of the project in a manner that is simply not consistent with their brand and they are not interested um, The first three pages of my handout reflect the proposed development plan and the homes that the sandlers proposed to build on this property They are all approximately 2,000 square feet Contain one or two car garages with prices ranging from the mid 200s to the low 300s The next point is access Which I know has been emphasized as criticism of this project as you'll see on page four of my handout Pecan Point Road, which is highlighted in yellow is a secondary means of access to this site Um, Highlighted in green is our primary access through Round Bay Road Which is a full-width modern road section with full signalized access to Virginia Beach Boulevard the last and certainly not least point that I'd like to make and address is compatibility the remaining handouts that I have for you include aerial images of the site, zoning map, comp plan map, tax map, and pictures of the surrounding single family development. These images illustrate the following points. This is a mixed use area with retail, light industrial, apartments, townhomes, and a church all in the immediate vicinity of the site. Immediately adjacent to the property to the north is a church, then an apartment complex, and then townhomes. Um, There are a considerable number of 50-foot wide lots um, In single-family traditional designated areas in the immediate vicinity of this site Um, Our lot sizes range from 5,000 square feet to over 27,000 square feet What we have tried to create is a project that is complementary of the surrounding development and provides quality new housing stock reflective of a waterfront community which the Civic League supports Hopefully, I've come in under my three
8: minutes, Mr. Mayor. Say that again about a civic league is supportive. I, I don't Mr. think so. I was at the civic league meeting very recently, and uh, at the very last civic league meeting, and there were, uh, there might be some members, but I don't think you're gonna find the majorities of the uh, civic league that accept it. I'd, yeah. and then, and let, me, let me ask you a couple of questions. You you said, um, um, uh, Round Bay Road is what tell me what you said about Round Bay Road again Round Bay Road would be our primary access point mm-hmm. to this You know, it's parking <coughs> on both sides right now It takes at least four light cycles for people who live in Poplar Hall to go through uh, the are uh, the traffic light of Virginia Beach Boulevard and Round Bay Road. So uh, I don't think it is uh, as easily easily flowable as you are uh, as you uh, have described uh, the traffic flow uh, First of all, I'm opposed to it. I'm going to vote against it. Um, the traffic flow using uh, what is that? Uh, the the little, the street that runs from Round Bay Road and goes over. I had it down here. Be Doswell. No street. Uh-uh. Anyway.
7: Ramp Round Hill. No. Or anyway, I'll
8: get to it in a second. Anyway, the the traffic flow. This is what concerns me. Uh, all now the planning commission voted to deny it. Okay. They voted five to one to deny it, I believe. And I look at this site, and I don't really know whether it's the same size as a site that uh, Tabard Hall. But I look at the homes that they put over in Tabard Hall, which are larger, uh, more attractive, uh, and and they cost more. And I, I think about these developers who come to Norfolk, don't live here, and they put this thing, these things, in here, and try to get as much, you know, bang for their buck. So to speak please excuse me for using it lightly like that that colloquial term and that just what that's what bothers me more than anything else Uh, You're gonna have at least all of these households are gonna have at least three cars for the most part Um, You know by the time, you know things really, you know get going and I just think it's too much Traffic going through there now. We don't have impact fees anymore and even if you did uh, pecan point Road can't be uh, developed into maybe four lanes to you know get some access and to get people out of it, and uh, and I got two two planning commissioners here formally, and I don't know how they would have voted uh, if it presented to you on the planning commission. I'm sure you've been lobbying, and so that might make you not vote like you would normally vote. So, uh, but I I just think it's just too much. I think we need to just leave it just like it is and don't do the increase. That's just my position on it. Uh, I'm very very familiar with the community used to live there for over 20 years, and uh, I've seen a change of it uh, Poplar Hall as you Remember in one of our last pr- proposals. It's at a tipping point It's at a tipping point along with Ingleside and something like this could really tip it, you know over over into the drink
0: So Any additional remarks sir How much time does he,
7: he Thank You mr. Mayor five, you have five seconds, sir
0: <laughs> according to a real life,
7: not sure I can do anything
0: okay uh, fine so you have questions from mr. Smigel maybe you get a chance
9: to uh... just a quick question on your uh, proposed homes I noticed that these are on slabs but I'm assuming this isn't a flood area so that these are going to be raised and on crawl spaces raised across
7: interestingly enough only a very small uh, area of the site is in the hundred-year floodplain. We anticipate all of our finished floor elevations to be approximately 11 feet uh, Above sea level. There's only a handful of lots that fall along the waterfront that fall within the hundred-year floodplain And so we would expect them to be on uh, raised slabs
9: Okay, these are on slabs
7: these would be on uh, proposed to be on raised slabs out of the um,
9: so, you slabs. know under all of the new conditions that are going to be coming out from zone you guys educated me on this. We're going to be recommending crawl spaces for homes. Is that correct, Lenny? We wouldn't want these to be on slabs. Five on the it can be a raised slab. Describing
10: it? A raised slab essentially is up. two or three cinder blocks right. off the with the, the uh, foundation filled back in, and
9: then the slab placed on top. But wouldn't it be in their best interest to have these with crawl spaces with vents so that?
10: Well, if you do a raised slab, there, there is no
9: place for vents right. because it's completely solid. Right. Right. It, it's acceptable under
10: FEMA because it's now a, a compacted fill and it's not likely to move because it is all solid.
7: Just prevents the moisture issues that can come with crawl spaces in in a coastal area.
6: I would just like to
11: say thank you. Um, I would just like to say I attended um, the actual presentation meeting That you all met with the Civic League and I also attended the meeting after that. I believe it was Um, it it wasn't December I think it was November where we discussed another issue and that came up and we had a um, a higher larger than normal crowd of individuals so much so in the second meeting that we couldn't even meet in the library we were in the gymnasium and um, in the meeting that you all had or that the developer um, had there were questions that were asked they were answered and if I recall correctly there was only one or two and and two is really stretching it individuals who were adamantly against the project and it and and you know they everybody has their right to feel how they feel, but what we're basically talking about is a difference of nine homes, and nine homes is not going to make a significant impact in traffic. If you had a property where it was currently zoned for nine homes, and you were coming to us asking for 20 more houses or 30 more houses that would make a significant difference and I probably would have told the developer to go fly a kite when he first called me but when he says we can get this number of homes it would make it more feasible for us it would allow us to build a quality product in a neighborhood that I live in currently um, and, and have done so for quite some time and also in a neighborhood that I grew up coming to and visiting as well putting modern homes in that neighborhood bringing um, new looks to that neighborhood um, bringing in new energy and new families to our neighborhood Um, the overall consensus of the civic league as you stated was to approve the project but the overall understanding was there's going to be at least 27 houses that go on this lot and that's what's going to make the huge the biggest impact The additional nine houses are not going to make that much of an additional impact And that was the reason why the Civic League voted to approve the project and I was there when they voted to do that
8: mm-hmm. Lenny, why did the uh, uh Yeah, why why did the plan? What was the planning commissioners uh, rationale? to To vote against it uh, should I say both
10: for denial The Planning Commission voted to deny it because first under the current zoning you could build 24 or 26 We don't know for sure right. Houses there they would be on lots that are equivalent to the size of Poplar Hall's neighborhood lots now They felt also that PECOM point Road is the primary entrance into that community and it is an inadequately undersized mm-hmm. right-of-way as you pointed out very well, it can't be improved it can't be widened, mm-hmm. and that the um, general plan refers to this as single-family traditional. Those lot sizes are 7,500 square feet and larger. Uh, you have before you both a rezoning and a uh, text amendment to the general plan because in order to support the rezoning, we have to change the general plan's classification on this site uh, from essentially suburban to traditional. Mm-hmm. And and the um, planning commission did not feel that that was worthy.
8: Yeah, you know um, Miss graves. I know you're in the real estate business. I want you to sell as many many houses as you can I want you to be successful, but The developers you know these developers come in. It's just like when somebody builds a stadium and the seats are so close They want to see you know They look at it and say "Well, how many seats can I get in this space? And so this is exactly what we have here. We have greed. They should have just been satisfied With their uh, with the original proposal and that would have been adequate the Planning Commission would have accepted it Uh, I would have embraced it more but just to stick these other nine houses in there just to make their bottom line look better bothers me
11: Well, you know what? I will say this. For the record, that I am not the listing agent, nor am I involved. I'm just saying for the record. I know you didn't didn't mean mean to imply that, but I'm just saying for the record, because we're on television and we're stenographed over there, that I am not the listing agent for this property. I wish I had found them to sell it to them, but I am not. And so, um, But I will say that in in the opinion of, again, the Civic League and what is reasonable, what is greedy, Mr. Riddick, is the two previous developers who've come to me who wanted to put 56 townhomes mm-hmm. on this proce- on this process that I told to go fly kite that's what's really greedy but nine additional townhomes makes this project work for them it gives popular halls new construction which it has it's it's only had new construction once in the last 10 years and that was off of River Edge Rivers Edge Road and those homes sold for over $300,000 so it brings up the property values of the addition of the existing homes that are there but it also brings Brings in new life to our neighborhood.
8: You know the uh, the housing that you mentioned on River Edge Road. They wanted to do the same thing here, there, and um, they were turned back because of the impact it would have had. And uh, I'm not going to, you know, say how it was turned back, but it was turned back because of the impact. And I think we really need to think about that. And, and I hope this is not just a me against you, but I think we need to think about. The traffic flow, and we need to think about what impact this is going to have on that community. And so, anyway, that's all I have to say about it.
0: Thank you. Uh, Mr. Mastrocco, mm-hmm. would you like to add anything? Okay. Any questions for Mr. Mastrocco?
12: Was it a traffic report done?
0: Uh, uh, this is for Mr. Mastrocco, is it yes. for staff? Uh, Whoever knows traffic knows count, traffic report.
12: Traffic study done?
10: There was not a traffic study done. <clears throat> Right. Uh, essentially, the difference is, as we say, nine to eleven houses. A house will have a new neighborhood of four or five trip ends a day. Cars leave in the morning; they come back in the afternoon. Um, so multiply, say, four times nine to 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 eleven, and there you are. Um, okay. Thank, thank you, you,
11: buddy.
0: you, All right.
11: I will say this though, at some point it may be necessary for us to look at what we need to do on Round Bay Road to um, and I hate saying this but um, possibly um, push back some of the Residential property lines because Round Bay Road is a street that can be improved Pushing back some of that property lines to expand that street coming and going out of Round Bay Road That is a long-term high-impact high dollar cost project, but that may be something that we may need to do long-term um, Just throwing it out there.
8: Yeah, you know, but and nine the, houses
11: is And, not and that's, make that's a difference.
8: good point, but the problem is that we don't have impact fees and so that means that all of the taxpayers in the city of Norfolk would be paying for this particular project uh, and, and, and what crossed my mind is that? Uh, what impact is it going to have we have two fire stations there uh, one on Poplar Hall Drive and one on Virginia Beach Boulevard uh, Would it be necessary for us to uh, add an engine to each one of these uh, Fire stations would it be necessary for us to add an additional rescue vehicle and by not having impact fees, all the citizens in the city of Norfolk would be paying for this. Um, and I'm just trying to uh, put out uh, uh, legitimate points uh, that I think that uh, we should consider.
11: And I completely understand what you're saying, Mr. Riddy but nine houses does not warrant a new engine. 27 houses can know. go there as know. it stands right now, and nine houses does not warrant a new engine.
8: Yeah, You know, at one point we didn't have a fire station on, on Poplar Hall Drive at all. And Virginia Beach Boulevard was the only station that we had, so you really never know what impact these things are uh, are going to have, you know.
11: And mind you, we did the same thing in Glen Rock. We took Glen Rock and we zoned them, and we added a few extra houses. I think they were originally at like five how houses. How you gonna
8: vote, Miss Williams? And they, I'm sorry, I mean, Ms. Griggs, How are you gonna vote on this?
11: I'm voting for it. I
8: know
11: it. I absolutely am. I'm voting for it. Um, right. But we did the same thing in Glen Rock.
8: All right. And how you really feel? Uh, and okay. I'm
11: not even guaranteed to sell a house out there.
0: Uh, Maggie Roundtree, uh, would you like to? You want to address the council, or you you good? You're fine. Okay.
5: Mr. Clerk. I have two ordinances for this item, Mr. Mayor. The first is an ordinance to amend the city's general plan so as to change the land use designation for properties located at 701, 703, 10, 16, 27, 29, 31, and 733 pecan Point Road from single-family suburban to single-family traditional. With the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt miss graves. Aye. Miss Johnson. Aye. Miss McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. No Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. And the second is an ordinance to rezone properties located at 701 310 29, 31, and 733 Pecan Point Road. From zoning district R six to R eight, dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt miss Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Uh, uh, no. Mr. Smigiel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. <laughs> we almost got I you, Mr. Riddick. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. Click R two. Public hearing two. Scheduled for this day to amend and reordain sections one and two of the capital improvement plan budget for the fiscal year 2018 so as to establish two new capital improvement projects and authorize the issuance of additional bonds of $7,250,000 to fund the projects. Mr. Clerk call the roll I have an ordinance to amend and reordain section one and two of the capital improvement program budget for fiscal year 2018 so as to establish two new capital improvement projects and authorize the issuance of bonds in the amount of seven million Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to fund the projects Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye <coughs> PH Three public hearing three scheduled for this day to hear comments on approving a lease agreement with Friends of the Pagoda and Oriental Garden Foundation for the lease of city owned property located at 265 West Haswell Street. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Clerk. We have several uh,
0: persons sign up. Uh, Madeline, inside. you would like to speak? Welcome. Can I ask a
9: quick yes, come on, what
0: Madeline. Come, um, Mr. Smeagle,
9: Lenny. The, the, are they still retaining their special exception in this? So they have a special exception, but then every event that's there, every is that event any? is per, by permit. Well,
10: the special exception is there.
9: The place. Yeah. So, uh, special get so it's every special event that they do have to get a permit? Everyone. Are you asking the I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> No, not so through the special exception <clears throat> they can have events there that are not by Permit we have some help coming behind okay.
13: you uh, the, the current special except exception is in effect and uh, will be in effect for the new lease as far as uh, the permits are concerned for any special event A permit will be required for that.
9: So, what's defined as a special event? So, if they wanted to have a band there, is just to play music, is that a special event, or is that under their current a special exemption or exception? Excuse me.
13: If they're having a an an event that's outside in the Oriental Garden or uh, in the Promenade, then that requires a permit.
11: Just
13: outside outside yes
11: With amplified music or just outside
13: Outside requires the special permit amplified music uh, that's uh, Covered under the current special exception, but it has to be in accordance with the reasonable rules of the city So as to not cause a nuisance to the surrounding vicinity
9: the
8: time to Mr. Really? Yeah. The uh, yes. Mr. Tucker if uh, uh, an individual wanted to have a wedding or birthday party uh where would they who would approve their application? Where would they put the application in? There's an online application
13: process that goes through uh, Actually goes through right-of-ways and it's coordinated uh, with the Department of General Services and other city departments that would
8: be involved Okay, thank you okay. How
11: efficient is that? I mean in terms of them getting a response. What's the turnaround time?
13: Uh, It's a very quick process because it's online and uh, It's the process that's already currently in in place. What has been added to it is additional uh, Requirement for having a permit to utilize the Oriental Garden and the promenade
11: so is that like a 24-hour quick process or a 72-hour quick process? When you say quick process, what I mean, what do you mean? If I make an application today, how long is it going to take me to hear back from the city?
13: Uh, I don't have the exact uh, time frame, but it, it's a reasonable time frame.
11: Those are ambiguous answers. Thank you. <laughs> All
13: right. Normally. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what has it been for the
2: normally when I apply for a temporary parking permit for a wedding or uh, and reception uh, It I usually get a response back in a and either uh, Like by in a few hours okay. or the next day. Okay, and it's my understanding that this will be going along with the same process
11: Right. Thank you.
4: Okay,
2: uh, Ms. McClellan.
4: Oh, I just I just to clarify for all those who are watching and who are going to be really excited to come and rent the pagoda because it's a great place Absolutely. I'm on the website. I go just under community and I go to special event permits Is this a It's not a seven venues option. Is it? I mean, where do we where do we find this permit said permit? application online
13: you go online to the uh, and you select the uh, permit uh, this is going to be a new permit application that's that's placed on.
4: <clears throat> okay, so it's not there currently.
13: No, not in in the in the current format that it's going to be. In.
4: Okay, gotcha. Thank that's, you.
9: It, sorry, All right, sorry, Mr. Smeagle. I know we're have probably having too much discussion up here, but there wasn't a lot of time downstairs. I'm really uncomfortable with this, and I, I'm going to tell you what it goes back to. I'm surprised that Freemason is supporting this after they made a big to-do about Pokemon hunters. And all the chaos they were causing around the pagoda, and then now all of a sudden they're supportive of having events and things there. But they made a big deal about just young people that were going there to play a simple game and saying they were taking parking spots, they were um, causing all this noise and disruption. And so when I look at that, I'm worried that there that yes, people want the pagoda to come back alive, and I support that. But I also think there needs to be an analysis of this and so in, in my idea the the lease should only be for a year with a renewal of 4 years if after a year we've done an analysis to make sure that this has not disturbed the people who live there and that it hasn't caused problems it's not the damper what the pagoda is trying to do but i just i'm i'm getting mixed mess and i don't represent that area but i'm i was very upset about the comments that were made by particularly the freemason civic league about pokemon people that really don't make that much noise but now all of a sudden you want weddings and um, loud music that and yes It goes till 9 but 10 o'clock is still pretty late on a, a Friday night or a Saturday Not bad. So I, really I don't understand why we wouldn't at least be caught. we don't do probation anymore for this But why can't we do a year lease with a renewal four years if there's no issues? Right, Miss McClellan, I think mr. Spiegel
4: good. I think these this has actually been going on for years yeah. and they've been doing this the, the the change here as I understand it Please correct me if I'm wrong is that the lease was up for renewal And there was an opportunity with that lease being up for renewal for some additional citizen engagement and input on the current rules. And I think there were problems with the amplification previously. And therefore, additional restrictions were placed in the lease agreement to make sure that uh, the music was only amplified during certain times and that there was a permit process to ensure that it was done properly. So I I think this just added um, some rules of the road, rules of engagement. Um, and I think that was uh, it was a nice balance and compromise struck between the neighbors who live nearby and the fact that we have This great f- cultural facility that we want to rent out to people. So uh, it's not that this is something new It's just putting in some additional um, Engagement rules. That's and I all. don't
9: think police can tell you If they get a call on a noise complaint over the years we've been told because we have citizens on what is a Nuisance and what is not so so
4: so what I would say is I I very much support the new rules I don't think there's any problem with it I think the Freemason area does I think the neighbors who had some issues who live close by have also appreciated um, some some additional um, Terms in here and I, I think this is a great compromise. Uh, uh, Dr. Wibley, I don't know if you've heard anything otherwise.
12: Yeah, I would uh, agree that this has been going on since the pagoda began. I mean, we've had parties there for a long time. I think this just puts a little bit more teeth into it. And one of the reasons people were supportive is that it's actually codified some of the things that maybe were problems in the past, not the least parking. And uh, the Pokemon thing didn't stop at 10. And it didn't require um, parking permits, and so the, that was a. We're really not comparing apples to apples on this.
9: But they weren't playing music.
12: Uh, no, but there was certainly some partying happening, and and certainly pretty late at night. So your Pokemon group with your kids was not necessarily this Pokemon group.
4: <laughs> but that's that's not what we're discussing here tonight. Um, yeah. okay, <laughs>
0: Madeline has been waiting so.
2: Um, I think I we've yeah. yeah. oh, got Okay. Well, I'm Madeline Sly, uh, president of Friends of the Pagoda and Oriental Garden Foundation. Uh, I live at 215 Brook Avenue, uh, Harbor Place, Unit 1002, just diagonal from the Pagoda. Um, you're right, this has been going on for a good while. This is the third uh, five-year lease renewal that we have had uh, with the city. We The foundation was formed in ninety-eight. Uh, We set out to um, To raise funds design a garden build the garden. We did that in conjunction with uh, uh, As partners and uh, really partners with the city Uh, I have been president of the organization since its inception Uh, So that's and we opened the garden in 2000 so that's a long time that uh, we've been involved with this I passed around a brochure that is uh, for those that don't get over to see the pagoda very often to see what a beautiful venue it is. It's a gathering place for the neighborhood. It's a uh, it's a wonderful venue uh, for weddings and receptions. It's a joy to to have people come to the waterfront and visit. Uh, something this special in the heart of the uh, of the city as Stanley Stein first said when uh, he was a director of Parks and Rec at the time when we did this he said you've created a wonderful surprise on the waterfront and it has continued to be a wonderful surprise that many visitors come to enjoy We are supportive of we're pleased to uh, For well uh, our mission. Maybe I should just uh, tell you what the mission is of our foundation Uh, the friends of the Pagoda and Oriental Garden Foundation provides assistance to the city of Norfolk for the preservation of the marine observation tower pagoda and development of an oriental garden as an historic landmark on Norfolk's waterfront enhancing the friendship and cultural exchange with Asian Americans and providing an aesthetic and educational experience for the public it's uh, as I said it's a really joy to have people from all over the city the region Virginia Beach Chesapeake Suffolk far away we had people that came last week from Richmond came down to have a uh, for a just to eat or having a tea ceremony, but we have weddings from all over, from people who come from Washington uh, and other p- parts of uh, and uh, New York. So it's a it's wonderful to share this. When people do come for weddings, they d- do expect to have music. It's a celebration, and we we will certainly adhere to all of the. Uh, uh, the ordinance and follow through and make this a very uh, nice venue for everyone Thank you. Any other questions?
0: Uh, I think uh, uh, Miss McClellan has just one a just one
4: just one um, Addendum to my previous comments. I just I, I hope that we continue to on this path of compromise uh, I heard some concerns. I guess the restaurant tour who was there who was operating karaoke on Thursday nights and Some of us are not great karaoke singers. I'm not. Um, So just to be cognizant of that and and, and just the upkeep around the area with the trash cans. I know you improved upon that, so I appreciate that. But just to have that sense of dialogue, I think, going forward is important. Um, So I appreciate your willingness to to listen and and consider their opinion. Absolutely. Thank you.
12: And I just would like to say that all of this work, Very Frankly is to your credit and as long as we've talked about this being here You've been there through every bit of it and I can't thank you enough I think we're all very appreciative of the hard work that you've done because she really has been the force behind all of this So thank you for all your work and for coming down tonight.
2: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Madeline. stir Good stirs good Uh, Martin Mendelsohn
14: Uh, good evening, <coughs> Mr. Mayor, members of City Council, Mr. City Manager. My name is Martin Mendelson. I reside at 303 Brook Avenue at Pierpoint Condos, and I'm president of the Pierpoint Condo uh, Association Board. Before I make some brief comments, I'd like to ask the uh, representatives, the fellow owners from Pierpoint, to stand. And uh, very few of them are going to speak, but they share the concerns that I'm going to express here in my uh, brief comments. Uh, we're here tonight to acknowledge uh, that we think this new lease is a step in the right direction uh, in view of the fact that for years we've tried to reach an accommodation with the pagoda foundation and really haven't made a whole lot of progress uh, however if our major issue which is just one amplified sound loud music and DJs with the speakers generally pointed towards the Pierport condos is to be resolved it would be through the implementation of the special exception permit, and that implementation remains to be seen. We hope it works a whole lot better than what we've experienced in the past. Uh, we support a restaurant and related pagoda activities, and if this lease substantially reduces the issues surrounding the amplified sound, uh, we'd like to continue to be good neighbors to the pagoda. For the past few years, before we had these new procedures in place, when a special event occurred, our owners who lived closest to, to, the, to the pagoda really had two choices. One was to leave their homes for the evening or close their windows and get some earplugs. It got that bad. Uh, this is not right. Uh, this is a residential community surrounding the pagoda, uh, and we're trying to be good neighbors, uh, but there are times when this music really gets out of hand. Uh, The amplified sound is not healthy nor inappropriate for a residential neighborhood Uh, The pagoda is surrounded. It's a residential neighborhood. It's surrounded by three condo developments and it really causes some issues from time to time Uh, And we feel uh, the continued health of this uh, residential neighborhood is important to the revitalization of downtown (coughs) We've had a positive meeting with the Department of General Services and we'll await the details as to how the special exception permit uh, is implemented, limiting and controlling the amplified sound is the key towards solving this issue. And as to whether these new procedures work, uh, we're hopeful. We'll work with them. We shall see. Uh, that's it. If any members of council have any questions, I'll be happy to try to answer them. Okay.
0: Thank you. Thank you for coming.
14: Yeah. You're welcome. Jane Gardner. Bernice Moses first,
0: please. What was that? Bernice Moses.
3: First.
0: Okay, please yes Bernice Moses come on
15: Uh, I live across the street from the pagoda and um, last Saturday night the drumming was so loud that I had I was in my bedroom and it was very abusive almost I just wanted to tell you about the loudness
0: thank you
3: Hi, Jane. hi, I'm Jane Gardner 301 Brook Avenue number 304 in the community of Pierpoint in the neighborhood of Freemason I want to thank Councilwoman Andrea McClellan for hearing our concerns about loud amplified sound from the beautiful Pagoda Gardens and the city staff for their work on this proposed lease and the promised special exceptions for each special event we had understood that the restaurant and its outdoor tables would also require a new special exception special exceptions which Marty and I were told would be narrowly crafted and strictly enforced. But this afternoon we learned that the restaurant's current special exception remains. My neighbors and I would prefer that Amplified Sound be limited to within the closed confines of the restaurant as is required for restaurants in other residential neighborhoods. But if this lease, especially its provision that Amplified Sound May not cause a nuisance to other residents in the vicinity, is strictly enforced. It'll give my neighbors and me some peace and quiet, for which we'll be very grateful. But since enforcement will be key, is it possible to make the lease for that shorter term of one year? Thank you for listening to me.
0: Thank you. Uh, Greta Gustafson?
16: Good evening. My name is Greta Gustafson and I live at 421 West Butte Street in Norfolk. Um, When I first moved into the Freemason neighborhood in 1977, the site where the pagoda and garden now sits was still the old molasses tank and it was surrounded by uh, empty, mostly empty warehouses. Other than Harbor Fest, there really wasn't much activity going on around there until 79, 80, when plans for Waterside came up and the first new townhouses on Freemason Street were built. All too soon, almost every available site was covered with multifamily housing, the last two of which were Pierpoint and River Park which is on the, the, the other side of the Pagoda. Um, And only three green parcels remain today, the small Wisconsin Square, Freemason Green, and the Pagoda and Garden. Because of the diligence of the Friends of the Pagoda and Oriental Garden Foundation, the gardens became what they are today. Maintenance of the garden is performed jointly by the city and a core of able-bodied Volunteers who do everything from stringing lights during the holidays to pulling weeds and feeding the fish any monies Realized by special events go right back into the maintenance of the pagoda our Civic League also has given money to help offset the cost when heating and air conditioning units needed to be added. A representative of the pagoda is ready to respond and usually is on site during any events, so calls are quickly answered. And I might add, there was not an event at the pagoda last weekend when the drumming was heard well there wasn't a planned event the hours of operation for special events (coughs) were crafted with the recognition that this is an urban residential neighborhood and above all else they have been adjusted over the years as condominiums were built on the vacant lots Mm -hmm. i believe that the friends of the pagoda and oriental garden foundation have been exemplary stewards of the property, and I fully support the renewal of their lease with the city. I, that was closest I've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, uh,
5: Mr. Clerk.
0: Uh, Mr.
8: Riddick, is the amplified sound the only issue? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Outside.
9: Outside. Outside. Outside amplified. Mm-hmm. Outside amplified. Yeah,
8: so it seems to me that. Everybody who loves that area should be able to compromise, you know. So, I mean, can you take that amplified sound out outside? Out, you know, would that be such a bad thing, Dr. Whibley?
12: Well, certainly, people, you know, I think the argument has been made for weddings that uh, um, have bands outside, mm-hmm. and I've, I've personally have been at weddings. I'm sure we all have out there that they've had at tents outside. Pagoda itself, the facility is. Quite small on the inside, so dancing would be difficult, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the compromise, frankly, was the hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what were the it hours
9: before? Been, what were the hours before?
12: I don't know. I certainly have been at parties you just a lot of times. It doesn't go 9.
9: past 10 o'clock
0: So, yeah. Mr. Newcomb, you want to? Or who? Mr. 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 Smith, who, whose area is this? Uh, who's, went through, who's most familiar with the. Uh, George? Or George? Ms. Tucker? Where is
2: Eric Tucker.
13: The previous hours on the weekend were to midnight. It's, a so it, it's ten o'clock.
12: But it would seem that that the amplification could be directed in another direction, even if it were outside. That it does seem like you know, for parties, it it, it you know it carries right out onto the water. It doesn't need to be in that direction. It, and we could make some arrangements. I would think. I don't know a lot about sound and amplification, mm-hmm. but.
2: I will speak to that. The uh, and we have and w- with the concern of Pierpoint, and it is true that some of the uh, with the water and and so forth. Uh, but we do uh, turn the speakers. The DJ has his back to Pierpoint, and speakers are pointed in another direction. And we have found that that has certainly helped. It also, uh, I'm there for every event. We have a decibel meter. We want to make sure that we stay within that level <laughs> That's good. that is allowed by the uh, noise ordinance. And quite frankly, if, when you stay on top of them, uh, they they know that they. I even give the decibel meter to the DJ to say here is where it should be. And directing the speakers on a different angle has helped as well. So I'm pretty, I'm confident that this can be worked out with, uh, and it will con- continue to be a, a a way that we can work with it.
0: Sorry, you want to answer this?
2: But sorry. as far as the hours, we have always cut the music off outside by 10 o'clock at night for a wedding, and uh, some people uh, that's usually if it starts at six, it's about a four-hour event.
4: And just to clarify, for for something that's not a special event, for something that's from the restaurant, they are not allowed to amplify any music outside. Is that correct? The restaurant.
2: Well, we have had uh, the restaurant, for instance, cater uh, our Freemason neighborhood events. For instance, we had we have three a year: Memorial Day, July Fourth, and we had the oyster roast. In those October. would be those
4: would be special event permits. Well, no. They should under this new permit process, I would assume. But
2: we would have an acoustic guitar player. That's on it. And he sings. He also has a speaker. When they have a speaker, you know, it's a speaker. Right. So that would go through the permit process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
4: That's correct. um, Yes. I'm um, asking the question about the restaurant, though. Uh, 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 Mr. Fischko?
6: Yes. The permit process is limited to using the public areas, the uh, promenade and the garden. Not not the premises itself Sorry. the premises are not subject to the permit.
4: I'm asking the question Let me just clarify one more time the restaurant tour as I understand it would host events within the restaurant and put speakers outside That's correct So my question is that seems to be to be not part of Not permitted is that correct?
15: That's well, correct. I just want to clarify
6: well the, the the, the lease only requires a permit for the use of the public spaces, not the leased space. So I am
4: saying. uncomfortable moving forward <laughs> with this lease unless it's specifically clear. I mean, the, this issue is amplified music. Whether that amplified music is coming from a special event using the exterior spaces or the restaurateur who's now decided to put a amp outside, I think they're the same. If I were living there... Music. They're the same. So I just want to make sure that we we have that included in the language for this I mean, I I think everybody would
15: appreciate that and expect that would also be the same
0: All Right, Ms. Johnson uh,
15: But from my understanding um, That we're discussing tonight. It's only on the outside am I correct? Mr. Attorney it addresses the, the outside and as you're asking Councilwoman uh, whether or not, if an event is inside the restaurant and speakers are
9: outside, correct? Not even
4: events. The restaurant tour, who is is operating under it's the existing open special permit
9: underneath the patio that's still included as part of the restaurant area, yeah. right? It's yeah. Yeah.
0: Mr. Pishko. Are we under any time restraint to approve this tonight?
6: Um That uh, I'm not aware of any. That. When is the current lease expired? expired in October. <laughs> September. <laughs> September. So it's been going on a month, uh, month, month to uh, month. It, it can continue so, so on a month to month as long Right. As
0: so there are two, uh, I think there are two issues we need to address. One, whether or not we do a year, uh, amend the uh, ordinance to a year. And the other is to address the uh, n- amplified music, whether it originates from the public space or whether it originates. From inside the pagoda, and I think that we're unsettled about those two things. So um, the, the motion is going to be to continue mm-hmm. until, uh, because we still cannot break month to month until those two things are addressed. Mr. Dartrey, the motion is continue to a specific date or generally? At your will. Mr. Pishka, what do you need, sir,
6: to, to, to get? uh then i agree with the clerk that you can continue this to a certain date if you want to or generally it's to a month a month okay like? mr doctor yeah.
0: give me a date uh next month in january um uh, that would be january
5: 9. The motion is to continue to january 9. mr clerk call the roll ms graves Aye. ms johnson Aye. ms mcclellan Aye. mr riddick aye mr smiegel Aye. mr thomas aye dr wibley aye mr alexander aye Thank you all for coming. Really
0: appreciate uh, you for, for coming. Good to see all of you. Mr. Clerk, C1 through C10 will be considered in a block unless a member of the council wishes to remove one of the items from the from the block or if a member from a resident uh, in the public wishes to remove an item. If
8: not, we'll Can I add, uh, right, uh, Mr. remove
0: C1. C1 is being removed and will be considered. Separately, is there others?
5: Mr. Clerk, C two through C ten will be considered in a block. Okay, dispense with the charter requirement. Uh, I'm sorry.
4: The reading, new Mayor, excuse me. I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor. Suspend Mr. Clerk. I I apologize. Uh, could we also discuss C ten as well?
0: Can you remove C ten from the block? So now C two through
5: C nine will be considered in a block. See? C- C1 is c 10 will be considered separately. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinances and approve the consent agenda, Ms. Graves. aye. Ms. Johnson. aye. Ms. McClellan. aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smiggle. aye Mr. Thomas. aye. Dr. Wibley? aye Mr. Alexander. aye. And uh, C1 is an ordinance granting a special exception to permit the creation of a flag lot on property located at 6256 and 6260 Alexander yeah. Street. All right, Mr. Newcomb.
0: Yes, Mr. Riddick, you want to address Mr. Newcomb before? I just just
8: want to know. um, You know, I thought we had done away with flag lots. I just want to know Mm the rationale of it.
10: What we have through the years that you and I've been here, we have tightened down the regulations on flag lots. When I first came to the city, they were allowed as an activity without a special exception. They were of same size as the district they were located in. They didn't have specific setbacks. Um, today, you need a special exception to get a, a flag lot. It has to be one and a half times the size of the lot required for the or for the district. So, in this case, the front lot's going to be 5,000. The back lot has to be 7,500 square feet. It has a 10-foot perimeter of setbacks all the way around the back of it. This one um, was created as a flag lot years and years before the special exception requirement. The owner never developed it. Didn't sell it. Today he would like to take the duplex that's in the front, convert it to single-family, and put another single-family behind it. The rationale between the, or the commission's recommendation to approve this was that you would get rid of a duplex and you would get two opportunities for single-family houses. Okay. Um, right. And then, you know that it wasn't really a new one; it was allowing the use of an existing one. Okay.
11: He wants to put a single-family
10: behind it. Well, a flag lot. Is a lot behind another lot.
11: Okay, like right on when you're coming down off the interstate um, by. N-
9: There's a picture up, up Shur- place. Okay.
11: nor Yeah, uh, yes. Right uh, like,
9: Yeah, like, yes. okay. In. And so
11: it would have entry with one driveway? Traditionally, they
10: share one driveway. Okay. Okay. All right.
11: Okay,
0: okay. Thank you. All right, yes. Mr. Clerk.
5: Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. miss Graves? Aye. miss Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smigiel. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. And C10 is an ordinance accepting with appreciation the donation to the city of up to 100 charging stations by Tesla to be installed in city parking garages. Mr. Clerk, call the roll. Uh,
4: Mr. Mayor, I, I have some questions yep. about this. So, uh, my, my question was well, first of all, this is awesome and great, and I'm so thrilled that we're going to. I don't have my electric vehicle yet, but I'm planning on. Don't tell my husband buying one in 2018. Um, So (laughs) I've gotten some uh, feedback from some constituents. I know um, from constituents about where the placement of these, uh, where these will go. And I'm, I'm curious if we have to put them all in downtown uh, parking lots. Um, So for example, um, I had a very robust dialogue about this on my Facebook page a year ago, asking about this and, I, you comments like the um, Amtrak station or Harbor Park or at the airport um, I, I Believe these have to be on city-owned property, but is there a possibility to spread some of these out elsewhere? Well, they
17: don't need to be on on city property. They are um, actually Tesla has set up the program to where um, uh, Businesses uh, in, or in our case a public entity can contact them and work with them to to identify Um, The best locations ideally public accessible locations Mm -hmm. for the Tesla chargers when we found out about the program We contacted Tesla with the intent of putting them in downtown Norfolk But but it's really open to any business or any entity that's interested in doing it Um, I know that there's a a wine bar on call and only which has Mm -hmm. one already and Mm -hmm. they all they did was contact Tesla And they Mm -hmm. worked with them to have that installed so it can be done through private entities um, really anywhere
11: and There's one in Jane of shopping center, too. You know, no, I understand
4: which, there's one which
17: I, is a little bit different That's, that's and, actually a Tesla sponsored.
4: Yeah, that's Tesla, And I know under, we have charging stations at Pretlow and at right, right, right. I, I appreciate that So my question is, you know in this ordinance are we passing specific locations or do we have some opportunity to? Um, to Have some further input on where these go in the
17: future. We're, we're not uh, we're, we're just uh, uh, Passing something for the chargers themselves not specific locations. We okay. have identified some locations with Tesla because they do have specific requirements in terms of public access to those spaces, Appreciate they can't it. be for private. Sure. For private people, um, we have identified some locations, but that's still a work in progress. Okay,
4: well, I'd love to help with that, and I think that there are others in the community um, who might be able to help influence that mm-hmm. as well or, or provide some input. Um, perhaps maybe a future commission, mayor's commission on climate change, would be interested in participating no, in this.
9: So.
0: You You and Terry are chairing it. Thank you. Thank All you right. very much. Uh, Mr.
9: So I see it's 10 garages and facilities. So are they taking parking spots up to put these charging stations in when we don't have parking spots to give up, Doug? Bart so that. yeah, so <laughs> that's
17: part of the process is identifying where they can be made available. Mm. Um, Tesla does give us the option to locate them where we want within a facility. Um, a lot of times when these, when, when these programs are put in place, The the company donating the equipment will actually dictate where they can be, and this is different. So we have the flexibility to do that based on on where we feel the best location for
9: those chargers is. And please excuse my ignorance of the electric cars, but do people pay to charge the car? No. They don't. So it's free to charge it, except for the only thing that bothered me about this, and I, I saw it this week, and I should have sent an email to Doug. It says financial impact the city will pay for the electricity with an average cost of a dollar fifty per charge but there's no do we have a limit on this I mean what if all of a sudden we go crazy with electric cars which would be a good thing for the environment but the city is paying I mean a dollar fifty doesn't sound like a lot but we have a thirteen million dollar budget gap Doug every penny's gonna count on this so we're paying for we're we're, giving, we're paying for people to buy electric cars, which is great. I'm just, I'm missing the...
0: Yeah, I think part of, it, part of what you're trying to create here is a culture uh, that is one that's taking care of the environment that's, that's encouraging these sorts of um, uh, activities. Uh, we will certainly, if we find that um, hundreds of people are lining up to do these, then we'll, we'll we shut revisit. off the spigot. Yeah, uh, I hope that's where we get I hope we get to a point where there is huge demand But we'll we'll have the ability Bart, correct me if I'm wrong If if we feel like this is becoming cost prohibitive
17: we can we can change that we can Well, change part of it Too is the ones located in the par- in city parking garage those utilities are paid by the parking fund So it's user user paid for so um, if somebody's going in and charging their car for an hour There's a dollar 50 parking fee that's associated with that as well
11: But if they're under the time frame there is no fee if they're in and out and under the time whether
17: well, they're, well, they're not getting their car. They're not going to get it. so it takes It's not like it's not like 10, filling 10. up well, your for, uh, gas tank okay. So how if, uh, many people
11: do we have registered with I'm sorry with these electric cars currently do we know?
17: I, I couldn't tell you what that Mike, number is.
11: just
5: want to remind everybody parking self-supporting right so none of this is in the gap uh, As far as the budget gap is concerned
9: Well, okay. so just for future reference when you guys write this up you need to say that <laughs> it needs to be in it needs to stay in there. There's there actually is no impact on the budget So is that
4: is, was that was that done? Yeah. I'm sorry. Mr. Mayor. Was, yes, please was that done specifically Utilizing our our parking garages downtown where people have to pay to park Was the decision to put those charging stations there for that reason because obviously well at the airport you have to pay to park but at you know the Harbor Park you don't have to or some of the other possible locations
17: that wasn't the driving factor, but but it, it was considered I okay. mean um, you know, because there is an expense in providing that power
3: okay
12: Well, I, I'm just gonna say I understand Tommy trying to be um, I was gonna it's say a curmudgeon, a but I wouldn't say that um, But you know you can pay me now or you can pay me the I MEAN, GOOD GOD, THINK OF ALL THE MONEY WE'RE SPENDING ON RESILIENCE. AND and TO NOT BE THINKING ABOUT MAKING A DIFFERENCE AND INCENTIVIZING OUR COMMUNITY mm-hmm. TO BE THINKING MORE BROADLY THAN THIS. I THINK WE REALLY HAVE GOT TO KEEP THAT IN MIND, THAT WE AS A CITY HAVE TO SET AN EXAMPLE AND WE HAVE TO MAKE OPPORTUNITIES FOR OUR CITIZENS. and I think we're nickel and diming this and not thinking about the big picture. So um, I agree. With you. I appreciate I your you, being smart, I, I but but it. let's 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 think a little broader here and let's say this is the best darn thing we've ever heard. If we had
9: council <laughs> committees, this is something that could have been discussed in a council committee, and we could have been educated on it instead of it just being being thrown up here.
11: Right. And I was it, gonna go there. My,
9: my my bigger issue is is there's a, a company that's associated with this that is making profits off of selling electric cars. Okay. And so they're they're putting these in because they're gonna make more money at the end of the day using the city for that. And yes, it does help the environment at the end of the day, but I just I, I think it's
12: well, it's my understanding that these work on all electric cars, am I correct?
17: Some of the chargers are Tesla, and some are universal. Yeah, so, so, so the bolts and all those. It, right. Yeah. Ultimately, they'll work on, yeah. on all of you.
12: Those of us that are a little less I had to educate myself. To so. getting the I, <laughs> I'm getting looking Tesla. at the bolt. Yeah. She's getting a Tesla. <laughs>
4: now I'm getting a bolt. Yeah, right. No, the, bolt I see No, bolt with a B. That's the all the Tara, electric.
0: Terry, i see the Tesla yeah. that you're looking at. at your eye.
4: Okay. What's <laughs> going there <I>, with committee.
11: All So.
0: right. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you for the discussion.
4: Mr.
6: Pishko. Uh, I wasn't sure if, if you wanted to. The ordinance uh, currently limits it to parking garages. I wasn't sure if you wanted to add or other public spaces.
0: Yes. Yes. You yes. yes. To Thank you. Line,
6: line amendment. So,
0: okay, Miss Johnson. Okay.
15: I just have a question. So, are you saying that Tesla does not charge for for charging the cars?
17: No, they do not.
0: And
15: they and if they don't
11: and
0: janet that
17: you're not no. nope,
11: you just drive up and charge exactly
15: okay so mm, i'm just reading the article <laughs> that says that tesla will start charging money to use its supercharging stations these are not the
4: supercharging right. stations. the supercharger
17: is okay. the one at Janeth, and these okay. are not superchargers
15: all right thank you okay
4: all right. You good, Tommy. Yeah. Dispense with
5: right. so the charter requirement for reading the ordinance as amended and adopt. Miss Graves. Aye. Miss Johnson. Aye. Miss McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Chair Alexander. Aye. Part one. Part one is a resolution approving the creation of legal entities by the Norfolk Redevelopment and Housing Authority to facilitate the acquisition and renovation of the building located at 555 East Main Street, Norfolk, Virginia. Adopt the resolution, Ms. Graves.
11: Do we have any? Okay. Okay. Aye.
5: Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smiggle Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R two. An ordinance approving an institutional development plan for Centera Lee Hospital so as to include a new cancer center on property located at 6241 East Virginia Beach Boulevard and by 7-0 vote. Planning Commission recommends approval. Ellis W. James.
18: Thank You mr. mayor members of the council who's that guy over there is that that my favorite city manager Doug Smith on this very important and interesting council meeting evening I would like to remind <coughs> you that I'm rising to speak in support of our um, two for the reasons that I gave you previously. I have personal experience with the importance of Centara Lee's cancer unit. My daughter was well looked after in her year and a half fight against cancer. And um, I have been out to the location several times, Just to double-check that my recollection of that difficult period for my family was accurate. Um, I think this is going to be a very important addition to the Centara Lee service that she was provided so diligently and well, and I fully support this once again. As a taxpayer who's lived here for a few years, and I hope that you all will approve this. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Mr. James, stay right there because you have
5: several uh, back (laughs) to back, so don't go too far.
18: Mr. Mr. Clerk,
5: dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. Uh, R2 or 3 R3 an ordinance uh, determining that competitive seal bidding is not practicable or fiscally advantageous to procure construction of the Ohio Creek watershed project and authorizing construction management at risk as the method of procurement for the project LSW
18: James Thank You mr. Mayor my name is Ellis W. James. I reside at 2021 Kenlake Place. Um, I had a concern about this item, but I was able to discuss with Mr. Broad the implications of the difference in the wording. And it looks to me as if, after listening carefully to his uh, explanation about the difference between the competitive sealed sealed bidding um, and the question of authorizing construction management at risk as a method of procurement for the project uh, is number one going to serve us well in the city and number two it will save the taxpayers some money, and I think his department has um, served us well in this situation. And so I would ask your support for item three, please.
5: Thank you. Mr. Clerk? Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? I vote aye. <coughs> Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R4. An ordinance permitting CS terminals LLC to encroach into city-owned property adjacent to 805 Ford Drive with an existing fence and gate Mr. Clerk call the roll. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R5. An ordinance authorizing the amendment of the cable television franchise between the city and Cox Communications Hampton Roads LLC to extend the term of the franchise to and including June 30, 2018 and authorizing the city manager to execute the amendment to the franchise agreement on behalf of the city. LSW James.
18: <coughs> Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Members of the council, Mr. Smith, my name is Ellis W. James. I reside at 2021 Kenlake Place here in the city of Norfolk. I will attempt not to drag you through memory lane, but I have a concern that I think I should express. I was the only Citizen of Norfolk who spoke at the original Cox Cable <clears throat> hearing. And one of the questions that I asked from <clears throat> this podium was: were they going to guarantee that the 1795 that we would be asked to pay per month? Be protected, and would the city make sure that the monitoring of what Cox Cable charged us, those of us who decided to go with the cable setup? And I was assured oh, competition's going to take care of it. Well, $17.95 I paid and I'm now up to 70 dollars and 11 cents. I would ask you good council members and the city manager especially pay attention to this because if you don't put in place some strong oversight procedures We may wind up as a city being victimized, and I use that word not disrespectfully, but I think it's important that we would be caught in a situation where we could wind up paying a lot more money for the service that we're trying to, and I understand what we're trying to accomplish, Mr. Smith. I'm not naive about that but i wanted you all to be sure that you knew what happened to a taxpayer who's lived in this city all his life has experienced now my family and i are blessed and we're able to do our thing and do what we want and have cable but we need to guard against any kind of agreement Being used to abuse our situation from a monetary standpoint And I offer that example not to make anybody feel bad But I think it's an important example to use because it happened right here in this chamber Thank You mr. Mayor.
5: Thank you Mr. Clerk Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? No. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Webley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R6. An ordinance rescinding the authority to convey to Notable Rehabs LLC that certain city owned property located at 2604 Barry Street and repealing ordinance number 46159 adopted December 15, 2015. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagle. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R7. An ordinance rescinding the authority to convey to Notable Rehabs LLC a certain city owned <coughs> property located at 2606 Barry Street and repealing ordinance number 46160 adopted December 15, 2015. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R8. An ordinance rescinding the authority to convey to notable rehabs LLC, that certain city-owned property located at 2606 Middle Avenue and repealing ordinance number 46161 adopted December 15, 2015. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson.
15: Aye. Ms. McClellan.
5: Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smeagol. Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. not. An ordinance to amend and reordain (laughs) section 25-378 of the Norfolk City Code 1979 as amended so as to add a new subsection D requiring publication of notice of abandoned bicycles recovered by private persons as required by Section 15.2-1720 of the Code of Virginia 1950 as amended. Dispense with the Charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. R10. An ordinance to amend and reordain section 33-61 of the Norfolk City Code 1979 is amended so as to add an exception to the requirement that unclaimed property remain in the custody of the police department for 60 days before disposal. Dispense with the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagol? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley? Aye. Mr. Alexander? Aye. R11. A resolution appointing Martin A. Thomas Jr. to be the city's alternate representative to the Hampton Roads Transportation Planning Organization. Ellis W. James.
18: Thank you, Mr. Mayor, members of the council, city manager Smith. My name is Ellis W. James. I reside at 2021 Kenlake Place here in the city of Norfolk. I've heard lots of people over a long period of time get up here and bash and express concerns about certain council members. I think this is an excellent choice. I have personal reasons why I feel that way. I have watched both Mrs. McClellan as well as as Mr. Thomas Jr. work effectively together in the Planning Commission. They are smart. They're not afraid to ask the tough questions, and I have great respect for them. And I would certainly say to you that a unanimous vote for this appointment is well-deserved for my good friend, Mr. Thomas. Thank you, Mr. Mayor.
5: Thank you, Mr. James. Clerk, please call the roll. Adopt the resolution. Ms. Graves? Aye. Ms. Johnson? Aye. Ms. McClellan? Aye. Mr. Riddick? Aye. Mr. Smeagle? Aye. Mr. Thomas? Aye. Dr. Wibley?
12: I think there's a reason I need to vote for this. I think this gets me off the hook. So Get that I'm going to say absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Mr. Alexander? Aye. R12? An ordinance authorizing the issuance and sale by the city of Norfolk, Virginia of up to $170 million in water revenue refunding bonds to refund earlier bond issues. Call the roll. Spence for the charter requirement for reading the ordinance and adopt. Ms. Graves. Aye. Ms. Johnson. Aye. Ms. McClellan. Aye. Mr. Riddick. Aye. Mr. Smigel. Aye. Mr. Thomas. Aye. Dr. Wibley. Aye. Mr. Alexander. Aye. That's all I have, Mr. Mayor. Danny Lee.
14: Again.
19: My name is Danny Lee Ginn. Uh, I reside at 3844 Dare Circle. Uh, you're being presented uh, with uh, a couple of pages from a city council me- a meeting that took place on April 14th, uh, 2015. Uh, it's to illustrate uh, some of the behavior that has uh, occurred within this uh, chamber itself. Uh, there was a confrontation and which I was uh, presenting some points uh regard to Mr. Riddick. And as you can see, uh, I, I will say here, it says, uh, Mr. Riddick says, now you come down here each week with this, but tonight you've crossed the line. So if we don't do anything about it, then you can call this a threat if you want to. I'm going to take it into my hands to do something about you. Now, if you think I'm playing, walk anywhere close to me. I mean, if you get within five feet of me, mayor frame says okay paul okay mr riddick then says okay i want to i want you to get within five feet of me uh mr riddick mr ginn says is that a threat councilman Riddick says it is a threat uh mayor frame says no no it's not mr ginn says is it a threat again mr riddick then turns around and says yes Mr. Ginn says, okay, you are issuing me a threat, Mr. Reddick. Thank you, sir, because he was confirming that it was a threat that he was issuing to me uh, because I was criticizing uh, some of his actions. Now, I give that to you to make sure that you understand I'm not making this stuff up, okay? I also come in here to address you and the fact. That I am not the only one as I have said repeatedly uh, that has gotten upset over this kind of behavior within the council Uh, I've come here repeatedly and said, where do you stand? Uh, Do you uh, accept? uh, Bullying do you accept threatening? Do you accept intimidation? Do you accept racism? And (laughs) as I talk to people and they go out and come up to me week after week Danny Did you go to City Council good? Did you stand up to Mr. Riddick? Yes, good for you. Uh, But they want more than know where you stand. They want you to be transparent. And I can kind of segue into what Mr. Smeagol was saying upstairs. Uh, He was upset because uh, Richmond is causing you to become more apparent, uh, more truthful, and more openness with the people. But he himself says they don't have to... Be governed by those rules. They have a different set of rules. The same thing exists within this chamber Uh, An individual can be threatened uh, By a council member can be bullied can be intimidated and there are no consequences Yet if I had engaged in such an endeavor uh, I would not be permitted to come back within this council And it's something that I think the people want to answer to as to where you stand with this issue.